Okay, so uh, I got a question. I'm going to pose a question. Okay. Can love and business partners coexist in a marriage long term, you think? This is interesting because it's a question that we get a lot, um, being that we've been in business together for, what is this? Seven years, years, it's a question that we get often, and it was a question that we asked as well uh, when we were on our journey. So I think it is very much so worth exploring. Yeah, let's talk about it then. Let's talk about it. What's going on, everybody? With your host Malcolm and Brittany Garrison, and you're listening to Let's Talk About It. Let's Talk About It is a space where we unpack life's transitions and their effects on millennials. As entrepreneurs and millennial parents, we've navigated a lot of life transitions. And we're here to share those experiences with you while challenging perspectives and engaging in open dialogue. Y'all ready? Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. So one of the reasons, I think we kind of touched on this in our last episode where we talked about um, working together and communication styles and what that looks like in business Mm -hmm. and in marriage. And I'm pretty sure in plenty of episodes, we've talked about our inability to be able to cut business off. And (laughs) when we were in our previous business doing what we were doing, we worked with a lot of individuals that were couples, but they might not have been in the same couple format that we were in that business. And so a question that we get all the time is in regards to how do I get my spouse to buy into what I want to do? Uh, That's one of them. How do I get my spouse to work with me or how do y'all work so well together? Uh, Because me and my spouse don't agree most of the time when it comes to business. And so I think it, it would, it would make most sense for us to address this on the podcast because it's something that we are asked more often than anything is how do you make a relationship work while working with that individual? And one, I will say is something that we are working through. Yeah. It's a complete, yeah, we're working through this all the time, but um, you know, I guess let's start there. It was like, how, what was our dynamic in the, in the initial state of working together? I think we've always worked well together, but that was the first time we'd have been working like, in the same thing at once. Yeah, I think the transition into us working together like full time was kind of uh there was a power struggle in the beginning, mm-hmm. more so like of I not even more so daily tasks, but on decision making. Yeah. I think that's one of the biggest things is like, okay, whose idea do we take this time? This time. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? And, and that's what it is. It's like, okay, we we, we might have you might have been more equipped in one more, in one instance, in a situation to to lead in and lead in that particular thing, right? But in that same token, can you now shift and be like, okay, let's take this person, let's take my spouse advice this time, because maybe they're more equipped to either answer or execute or anything, you know, well, that, to, to help the business grow. Speaks to one of the very first thing I think like we've always been about intentionality and studying the right people. And, um, it was one thing to have mentorship, but it was also being able to connect with somebody who had your same situation because Mm -hmm. our mentor at the time, um, he's, he was, you know, single, a single guy, you know what I'm saying? He's single. Um, you know, and he always would say, I am never going to be the one to give you relationship advice. You know what I'm saying? Well, um, was he single? <laughs> neither here nor there. Okay, we won't um, get into that. Was he single? I don't know. 
Well, even when he wasn't single, when he was married. Well, how, here's the thing. He was married. He was married. He operated in his business single, though. That's the difference. Correct. And so, but that's one of the, that's one of the dynamics is where it's like, people yeah. are like, well, I want my spouse to do something with me, not him in particular, but that's typically a dynamic where you can be in a relationship, you could be married, but your business is single. And so exactly. you operate this thing single. So because he was, he didn't have our same dynamic where we were doing it together, mm -hmm. we had to go find people that we could um, emulate or, or, or what's the word I'm looking for? No, definitely emulate and more so just model after. Model, yeah, that had our same situation, which was being married, but also operating the business as a couple. Yeah. And, um, you know, when we had that opportunity, one of the very first questions we asked that couple was, how do you do this effectively mm -hmm. when you do have two strong individuals that are very dynamic at what they can do. Mm -hmm. um, even though we were developing and, and, and the better we got too, it was like, yo, we're really, really good. Yeah. Um, I remember I thought you were better than me. At what? Speaking. Really? Okay. Remember the first time I heard you speak, it was in Vegas. And I was like, yo, what you just said in that one minute excerpt, <laughs> yo, you should be the four. You know what I mean? I was like, yo, he should be the forefront of this movement of what we're doing. Because I remember my whole thing was my confidence in my speaking ah, ability at the time. Like that was something that I was growing confident in. And so you spoke so strongly and spoke. So, so I'm like, well, he should be the one that leads the group. Mm. You know what I mean? Um, but I remember we asked that question um, to this couple in particular and their response. The husband's response was play to each other's strengths. Yeah, I never forget that. Never forget it. Yeah, because we still operate like that today mm -hmm. in business, in our marriage, um, as parents. It's operate in each other's strengths versus. I think that's what takes away that comp the competitive edge of like trying to compete with this person for power mm -hmm. because I'm playing to your strength. What you do well, I do okay, mm -hmm. and what you I do well, you do okay, or you might do well, but where does it fit? You Where know what I mean? Exactly. So I guess kind of talk about that dynamic that we had in regards to that, because we had two perspectives on our dynamic too. Well, I mean, what's crazy to hear you say that? I thought you, I thought you were the the stronger speaker. Um, I did think I exuded confidence, mm -hmm. which helped me um, become a better speaker. But I thought you were the one that that were more was more gifted in that area, mm -hmm. and I kind of wanted to catapult you in that light, right? Because I was, na I'm naturally. I'm naturally reserved anyway, mm -hmm. and I don't need any like limelight to actually feel like, you know, comfortable and confident in, in my space. Right. But I saw the gift in you and I'm like, okay, she's really dope. Like, and it's not even that I was looking at the response from other people. Mm -hmm. And so I'm learning from the response of other people. Like, okay, she's really, really good at speaking. We need to, we need to catapult her. Uh, more yeah. and I need to shine light on her her gift more and I think couples struggle with this it seems like a power struggle because one isn't able to find out or figure out each other's gifts right. and be willing to step back in this space like if you if you feel like you're more equipped or say say we're just as good at, at speaking together mm -hmm. there's always somebody that has a better response from mm -hmm. people yeah than you and you and it's up to you all to decipher who that is right and it's it's up to you all to now 
it's up to one of the one person to be humble enough and, and, and able enough to say, okay, let's catapult your gift and let's use my gifts to my strength. And I think sometimes um, ego really, really drives that division. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, I don't, we won't have to get into the article yet, but because that, I think that is where you now start to see more so uh, things seep into the marriage or seep into the relationship mm-hmm. where there could be jealousy. There could be some resentment. Mm-hmm. There could be some things there, animosity there, because you feel like you should be doing one task. But yeah, you can you can do that task. But is it going to give you an edge? And I felt like for us, because we were skilled in some of the similar things and one person was probably more dynamic, I always thought we had an edge over any competition or any room we walked into mm-hmm. when it came to um, to really, really giving our message across and, and selling our product. Mm-hmm. But, you know, Thanks. I, I appreciate that. Well, you're welcome. Yeah, but I think for me, it was, I wanted to kind of remain, like you told me that later. Like we just yeah. talked about that, I feel like in maybe 21, where you were like, yeah. girl, are you nuts? Like, yeah. why do you think that we're equals in this? And I'm like, because we are. I've always operated as my husband is my partner. I am not the leader, more of the leader. Like, we right. lead this. Yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? But, you know, you tell me, you were like, sweetheart, Um, do you know who people call more? Yeah, it's like, you, it's that aware, you know, some of that awareness that people, some people don't have some couples don't have yeah i mean well i think the thing you were really really incredible at and dynamic at speaking but also teaching mm. and just really building relationships with people mm-hmm. networking was your gift and all that kind of stuff like that um but i think for us it challenges a ro- didn't actually arise within the business as much as it did within the marriage mm. because we couldn't cut the business off and i think that was one of the biggest issues that we had was like our problem is that our business is going so good that when we sit down for dinner we talk about business when we go to the movies and we sit in the car we do car rides we talk about business Business. every single thing that we do could would always revert back to business you're right you're right and i think not that we we went on like that for years, you know yeah. what I'm saying? We we went on like that for years until we had to like implement actual time. And even in that time, sometimes we would still be talking about um, the business when we had our specific date nights on Fridays. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But let's talk about, well, I want to ask you this. Because do you think, do you think sometimes with it, your spouse can be, looking for perfection out of you and, and what you do and things like that that can, that I think can so. arise problems I think it can create problems because I, I mean we might have had this issue I, I can't recall but I feel like we might have started to step into that where it's like I need you to meet me with the level especially when you wanted to start phasing out it was like I don't mm. really want to do that mm-hmm. and I'm like yeah but I need you to kind of hold your weight or, or mm-hmm. I need assistance I need us to operate how we were operating um so I think it's not necessarily always perfection as much as it's um, weight pulling. Like, what is another word for that? Like, I need the contribution to be equal, if that makes sense. Yeah, and I but so I guess what what I'm what I'm thinking of when I ask that question is basically like because because 
I'm your partner because you have a spouse, you think because they know you and you know them and you know their strengths that they're the perfect person for the job and they're the perfect person to deliver and execute on whatever task it is. But it's unrealistic to, to, I you guess. thought that of me often. I was the unrealistic person of like, mm-hmm. oh, we could do this and it's not going to take us no time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. Your belief, um, your belief level is out this world. It well, still is. But I, but it wasn't, I don't think it was just belief. It was like understanding capability. Like I know what we can do. I know if we lock in on this, like it's not, we can accomplish this goal in no time. Mm-hmm. And often you'd be like, why we can't just like bask in the presence of what we just did? Like <laughs> that was yesterday. How are we already trying to lock in on the next thing and it was because i understood our potential i understood the goals that we could accomplish i understood the things that we could do mm-hmm. in the space that we were in and so i expected you to match me there all the time i mean and i don't i don't mean that seeped beyond our marriage it seeped into yeah. our team it made people feel like you know I got to be at the Britney speed or I got to be at the Britney yeah. level of aggression, aggression of, um, attacking I gotta, these I gotta things. love this just as much as you. Do. I gotta love this just as much as you. Yeah. And so I think, I think things like that can provide, you know, you feel, I mean, did it ever make you feel inadequate? Did it ever make you feel like you weren't good enough because of my level of, you know, just, willingness um, to win? <laughs> yeah. I think it, it was more so like, am I, am I doing enough? And the things in my that I'm doing, will it ever be enough? You know what I'm saying? I was mm-hmm. more so like, okay, I understand we have this next thing to accomplish, but we're not sitting and understanding what we're actually doing. What we're doing is not only legendary, but it is literally life changing right now. Mm-hmm. And we're we're so gung ho on the next thing that you sometimes lose sight of the things that you've already accomplished. And that was kind of my thing. And then. Like you said, what and what more so the inadequacy? It was more so annoying for me. I I just didn't feel like I I knew I didn't love it as much as you. Mm-hmm. I just knew I was skilled. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I could be skilled at something. It's 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 just like people in the NBA. Mm-hmm. There's plenty of people that skilled in the NBA. There's not a lot of people that love basketball though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So they get paid to do what they're skilled at doing, but do they have a, a fire, passion, and love for it? Right? Maybe not. You know what I'm saying? And and that's. I think that's where the buffer was. It's like, I felt like, damn, like she really loved this. Like, it's like, she, you know what I'm saying? But I, I don't love it like that. This, this, this is a stepping stone for me, mm-hmm. but I clearly want something else. So what about when we, when we started our clothing line? Like if we take it all the way back, was, do you think the dynamics were different? Um, the clothing line, remember the clothing line? Like I was into clothing, but the, the clothing line per se was your idea. Mm-hmm the idea I had for how I wanted to present clothing was completely different than what we did. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so it was mostly like, okay, we, we can do this, but I, you know, I always did like lay over and I was giving you the, the, mm-hmm. the spill. I always kind of was like, well, I'm not really into this full streetwear thing. Mm-hmm. I wanted to go a whole nother route, but I was like, okay, maybe this is a stepping stone. Maybe I can get there. Right. But then eventually I just kind of like when you do that long enough, it's like, I don't really like, I don't want to do this. So do you feel like it was still like that, 
that one person that's pushing, 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 and then the other person kind of falling in line with it. Is yeah. that where the question now comes like, my spouse isn't like bought in, like, what do I have to do? Like, why don't they want to work with me? And do you feel like you were just kind of doing it based off of, I guess I got to do this. Yeah, it's like, I mean, I guess we're, it's like, I guess we're doing this type mm-hmm. of thing. Um, yeah, I think I think it is hard to say no to somebody that you love. Hard to say no. It's hard to um to really want to pick pick and nitpick and, and and start battles with things that probably you don't really want. I didn't mm-hmm. you know, I wanted peace. I didn't really want to bring nothing up t- too bad, but I knew for me, like if as long as I can get to this goal that I actually have, I'm cool with going through the process. With all this other random stuff. With all this do. other random stuff, that's fine. But as long as we get to to the to where I'm trying to go, yeah, I'm cool with that. But then you do that for so long. You do something for so long that and we didn't have the thing long enough. We didn't have the clone line long enough. <laughs> it actually got way too expensive to, to sure. keep and upkeep. And we was like, look, all right. I'm gonna have to wear uh, our only loan standing hat that we have left. You know what I'm saying? Stuff selling, but they ain't selling <laughs> like you know. It was selling just enough to go get more stuff. You definitely need an invest. I need to invest in all kinds of stuff. No facts. So, I guess let's talk about like I do want to touch on some of those questions. Like one of mm. them being, how do I get my spouse bought in if they're not? If like if I'm a like you said a single a single business owner but I'm in a relationship or I'm married to somebody that's not doing what I want to do. Hmm. I th- well, I think sometimes we gotta, we gotta ask, we gotta, we gotta ask more questions as mm-hmm. far as I'm concerned. Like what if you're, what if you started a business that I have completely no interest in? What would you actually want me to do if I don't have interest in it, but I do support you in, you know what I'm saying? Well, I think that's I the think- problem is that when you don't want to do it, people the other person takes it as you don't support me right and i and i think they're 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 missing the communication in that in that piece of okay it's not that they don't support me mm-hmm. is that they just don't find interest in this and sometimes we can be too sensitive to think like we always want you know had had a victim mentality because you want rising from the ashes like everyone you know was counting me out, even my spouse. Like your spouse wasn't counting you out. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> mm-hmm. They they're living their life. They have a life to live too, as well. And they have goals that they want to accomplish. And even if you have something different, maybe you have a business and they, and they're not working a business at all. Maybe they maybe they have a W two job. You know what I'm saying? Maybe mm-hmm. they're an employee and you're an entrepreneur. Do they have to be an entrepreneur? You know what I'm saying? To be with you. Well, I think that's where communication comes into play because a lot of times that conversation isn't had. So now that I'm an entrepreneur or I'm building a business on the side of my job, I feel like you should be doing that. And and I do, I do want to be an advocate for the individuals that do have spouses that don't want to do the business. And I think the issue becomes the lack of communication of what me doing this is going to take. Yeah. And because of that, you may have, and I typically hear this mostly from men, like mm-hmm. that are coming to me like Brit, like my wife, she she doesn't want this, you know, my wife, she doesn't want to build the business or she doesn't want to do this. I don't feel like she really supports me. She doesn't want me spending all this time. And I think that's where communication comes in because for, for the wife, for the spouse that doesn't, the, the partner that doesn't want to do it, I think there's a way to support that person without feeling like, um, 
without them feeling like you're tearing them down or without them feeling like I'm, I'm putting this above my family. And I think that's just due to lack of communication. And I think one of the biggest things that we did learn in business is like when it comes to setting goals for your business, come to setting goals for entrepreneurship, it's there's six steps to it, but the sixth one being what's in it for me. And what happens is, is that there's so much more focus on what's in it for me. But if I have a family, mm. if I have a partner, if I have parents and I'm taking time away from that situation to build this thing that if you get the buy-in to ask them what they want, hey, I'm doing this for us. And that's always the conversation that people are having is that I'm doing this for us. I'm doing this for us. You don't right. understand that I'm doing this for us. It's like, yeah, but I'm. you ain't asked me, like, like how, you know how do I buy into it if I'm not into it? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and one of the things that we learned is like, yo, get the buy-in from your family. If you have children, like if we were doing this and Caden was like five, six, mm -hmm. you know, it's like, hey, Kaden, mommy and daddy have to, you know, do this meeting and go to this person's house and do this call. And we're doing blah, 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 blah. But when we hit this goal, here's what we're trying to do. We're doing this so that we can hit this goal. What do you want when we hit this goal? We can go on a uh, to, the, to Disney World yeah, or we can go to whatever you want to do. And let's say he's like, OK, cool. I want to go to Disney World. Well, now what we've seen by having those conversations and from people who start to communicate that way is that the child is now like, hey, daddy, um, did you did you do a meeting today? How mm. close are we to the goal? Because they're bought into what that means for them, too. So now it's not just daddy's not around. You know what I'm saying? I know uh, one of our one of our business partners, one of our friends, uh, Vince, his son. It was sneakers. He he wanted shoes. And he yeah. was like, cool, bro. When I hit my goal, I'm going to get you three pairs of new sneakers. Mm -hmm. So guess what he's talking about all the time? I'm not looking at you being on the phone or not being home or not being able to make this practice or blah, 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 blah. I'm not looking at it like I used to because I know what's in it for me, too. Right. Same thing with your spouse. Does she want a vacation? Does she need a staycation? Like, does he need, if it's a, if it's your husband or your, your boyfriend, what does he need? What does he want? What can I now say I could do for you? Because now you're bought into my goal and it doesn't seem as though I'm just doing this despite what you want or, you know, I'm not, I'm not bought in. I mean, tapped into our relationship and that for the other person who's actually building, mm -hmm. who's actually, you know, going through the struggles of scaling up and starting and all that kind of stuff like that for their business. It doesn't feel as strenuous because you know, your family is bought in. But most of the time, the person that's complaining about that is the person that doesn't have that conversation with their family. Yeah, no, you're, you're completely right. Um, they, they don't have the conversation just assuming that this person wants what I want. And or if I say this is for us, you know, and this that's is, great. This is for us. But, you know, what I'm saying what how what decision did you make that was a us decision? Mm -hmm. You know, what I'm saying uh, typically it comes from a selfish space. You want right. you want the success. Like, of course, you want the success, but you want your family to enjoy the fruits of your success. Right. Um, but how do you how do you implement them in that? And you're right. We did learn that. Yeah. How did how did you think we kind of implemented our skill sets into into business? Because I think a lot of a lot of couples they do have separate skill sets that can benefit the growth of the company, mm -hmm. um, but they don't know either one how to cultivate each other's gifts or really identify each other's gifts. Mm -hmm. And I think that's that's important to do as well if you're trying to um, start a business together. If you're doing a business together, and you're trying to scale it. Okay, what am I good at? Let's let's put it all out on the tape. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
what can I do well? What can you do well? And what can we put together to give ourselves a competitive edge? Right. And I think for us, our I think one of our superpowers, though, is we completely are comfortable with going through the process. Yes. You know what I'm saying? We, we are okay with starting from ground zero. Mm-hmm. And let's see where this thing goes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people will shy away from the whole entire process. They just want to get to, you know, success. hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. of success, whatever your success looks like for you. And for us, we I think we're, we're completely willing to see exactly what that journey is going to be like. If we need to pivot in the middle of it, that's fine. But we're okay with the process fully. I think another one of the superpowers is that we're not the same. You know, yeah. um, I think sometimes you want that person to be just like you. Mm. And it's like, but did we need two of me? And did we need two of you? You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, right. if we had two of me financially, we would have been trashed. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> if we had two of you, we wouldn't have been as risky or, mm. or willing to do certain things yeah. that would have helped us to expand. So I think it's also when you map out what's what you're good at and because um, it's also not just about, um, you know, it's not just about confidence, not about all that stuff. It's like, yo, what are your practical skills, though, mm-hmm. that actually help our family business? Exactly. And translates. for you, it was paying attention to the money. Where's the money going? How's the money being spent? Um, how much are we saving? How are we um, how are we stewarding what we're making? And and then how are we multiplying it? Because mm-hmm. once we started to make it, your mindset started to go to how do we grow it? Mm-hmm. How do we turn that 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 piece into another piece, and then take that piece into another piece? And then um, for me, it was it was looking for opportunities. It was mm-hmm. looking for ways to grow. It was building up the people. Now I'm the person that's spending the time with the people. Mm-hmm. I'm spending the time. Um, with the relationships i'm spending the time in travel i'm spending the time making sure that i'm able to duplicate myself Mm -hmm. one of our superpowers i will say um in leadership was being able to recreate ourselves yeah we were able to recreate ourselves in different people that were able to lead effectively um groups of people but we were also able to duplicate ourselves in different places which was another reason why the business was able to expand the way it was yeah you're right and so i think it's also like your ability to um, when you say being able to go through the process, a lot of people don't like teaching people through the process though. Like a lot of people want to teach somebody and they be perfect yeah. immediately. And we were never about perfect. I need you to do it yeah. because if you focus on perfect and I focus on perfect, you ain't never going to do nothing. Facts. Facts. We just, you know, just I need do you it. to start. Yeah. Just start. Just we do can it. get better. We got better. Trust me. We got better. Yeah. We suck. My God. So if we can get better, I know you can get better, but you don't get better if you don't do anything. Yeah. And so I think it was also being our willingness because we were so good at empowering each other that it was able to trickle into people of like our ability to empower other people. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to ask you too, like, what do you think is the biggest issue that people face when it comes to working together? Um, like working together to, to scale the business. Uh, I think really uh, dealing with disagreements mm-hmm. <laughs> for one uh, dealing with disagreements because you won't always agree on each other's train of thought mm-hmm. or processes and stuff like that. But I think also um, getting out of your own way and out of your own, your own way of thinking the ego, mm-hmm. I think it's very, very hard for people. It's very, very hard for, uh, for couples in business because you have to have some level of, 
ego to be able to build a business. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because it's such a competitive space and it's very scarce space. So mm-hmm. you got to have some kind of edge to you. So think of two people that are ambitious coming together and y'all talking about all of, you know, the goals that you have, the, goal, mm-hmm. the vision that you have for the business. And one doesn't see it how you want to see it. Mm-hmm. How do you actually, you know, how do you deal with, how you deal with that? And I think we deal with that. I think. Because I feel like it was always me not saying you're. <laughs> so combative. Such a combative voice. I, <laughs> I think it's combative. I think it's. Uh, no, I think. Um, let's discuss this. Yeah, no, you definitely wanted to discuss a lot of things. Because for me, and I, people don't really see this of me all the time, but I'm like very very stern in what i want you know what i'm saying he's, he's very stubborn is what he means very stubborn um you know i i don't think i'm always right but you but, do but i do at the same time you know yeah. what i'm saying it's, it's it's one of those things it's like i you know i think I, I i believe i'm a great decision maker i agree with that so but i don't think i thought you... that was one of my strengths but it also I wasn't good at seeing the other side. Mm-hmm. I wasn't good at seeing the other argument. And that is my strength is that I'm exactly. always going to look from the other perspective to make sure that what I say is based off of what you also see and not just from my viewpoint, my vantage point. Yeah, exactly. So I think, you know, couples definitely struggle with that because we will get into arguments and then next thing you know, you're not talking when you're in bed. You know what I'm saying? You- well, let's talk about that because I think that's one of the biggest reasons why we wanted to talk about this is like, how do you start to separate the two? Because when you work together, and I, I think especially in this day and age where a lot of people work from home and like, <laughs> you know, you travel together, you do this together, you're always together. How do you separate the two? Like, how do you feel like we had to, what do you think we needed to do? Or why do you think it was important? What do you think we would have lost had we not? And we not um, found out like what we were talking. No, I think um, as far as as far as getting into it to you know get into it with each other and then you know tr- having that trickle into our marriage. I think for a long time we we actually didn't notice it because you get into this monotonous routine of we're gonna have a discussion about the business anyway, so eventually we're gonna talk. Right. Um, it's not until one I wasn't eating. Sometimes I swear he wasn't y'all. That was like one time. It wasn't like one time. It wasn't one time, and but it wasn't even. It wasn't even that. It was. It was more so things felt different. You know, it, it just feels awkward. Think think about if you're getting into an argument with with your spouse, but it's you, this is your business partner this one particular time, and then we gotta go out to an event together. Oh, y'all don't know how many times me and Malcolm arguing in the car, you know walking into. An event. Yeah, walking into an event and you just just full out argued in for an hour. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. I'm getting over bronchitis. <laughs> Not I, I mean, you, you asked me how did we deal with how did we deal with it? Like like where like when we needed to do start dealing with it. Dang, I don't even I'm trying Well you make... kinda answered it though, like you know what I'm saying? Like when when we couldn't separate the two, but what do you think some of the detriments are when you don't? When you when you don't, I think I think you do grow some bit distant from mm-hmm. each other, um, and you do grow this this growing resentment that uh, that wasn't there before. Mm-hmm. It could be within the business, or it could be within the. Hey, listen, are you looking to take your soul? Let's talk about it podcast experience to the next level. Well, you have to join the VIP circle. We're calling it 
the close friends. And the close friends is where you're going to get behind the scenes access, looking at what does it really take to create this show? And you're going to get first access to everything that we're doing. We're talking about live events. We're talking about merchandise. You're going to know first. But what I'm most excited about is a new segment we're launching to the show called the comment section. In the comment section is where we're going to be answering your questions. We're going to be answering your comments and responding live on the show. And so we want to hear from you. This is not just us talking. It's not just entertainment, but it's a community. We're all on this self-discovery journey together. So we want to hear from you. So make sure you click the link in the show notes. So let's talk about it pod.com and join the VIP circle. Come into the close friends and we can't wait to hear from you. Now back to the show. Marriage, because you're not, obviously you're not probably getting the needs met that you would want to get right. met. If you are constant, constantly arguing about something that has nothing to do with your marriage. Right. And you know, you sometimes somebody got to get bold and just, you know, say it, put it out on the table. Like say it, say it with your chest. Like, yo, Do it. how can we separate the business and, and marriage, yeah. which is extremely, extremely difficult. It's a work in progress all the time. And I think it's more so just being in tune with being more in tune with you, aware with you and, and how you respond to certain mm-hmm. things but also the the needs of your partner too. I think I was very appreciative of you taking that initiative and having that conversation and saying like, I, I, I want my wife back, but also I don't know who you are today, Mm. you know, because we've done so much and because we've been on the hustle, we've been grinding and all that stuff like that. Like you have developed into a new person and I don't know her and I want to know her because I don't want to lose you in trying to become successful. And um, I think in the moment, I'm like, shut up. Like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. You know what I'm saying? Like, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. And so, you know, in my eyes, I'm like, yo, I really appreciate him for wanting our marriage more than he wants this business because, or or he wants the success, he wants this money because what if you didn't say that? What if we continue to let it fester? What if we continue to let it linger? And then we lost us mm-hmm. in that process. And so I think sometimes uncomfortable conversations have to be had, but the, both parties have to be willing to see the log in the eye versus like, like you didn't have these problems when it was that, blah, 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 like, all right, cool, whatever. And I remember where we were when you said it, I remember how you said it. And I remember my mind when you said it, when you said all of that in my head, I'm like, but we're so close. (laughs) That's what you were so (laughs) I literally was sitting there thinking like, yo, we're so close to accomplishing this goal. Like, why would you want to change anything now? Mm -hmm. You know, but it was just like, but this is my best friend. Like, this is my partner. Like I I also, you know, don't want to make you feel bad. I don't want to make you, you know, feel like you're losing me because that's not why we're doing this. And I think when you go back to your actual reason why you're building your actual reason why you decided to take on building something with your spouse, it's like, well, I did this for us. We started this for us. We started this to build a legacy. We don't build a legacy if we don't, we ain't together. Yeah. If it ain't no legacy to build. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we didn't have kids at the time, like all that stuff. You look at that and it's like, okay, well, if I don't stop now, if I'm not willing to take inventory of my marriage the way I take inventory of my business, because my marriage is also a business, then I'm technically losing one of my best businesses because I'm not willing to make changes. Yeah, I think success suppresses problems. That'll prove. 
<laughs> now, for real. I think I think success suppresses problems, especially within your relationship and marriage, if you're doing it together. Because if you're making money, what's people's number one issue in, in relationship? Money. It's money, right? So if on both sides of it, though, on both sides of it. Mm-hmm. So if if you're doing well in that area, you you automatically feel like you're thriving in your in your marriage in and your you're thriving life. in your relationship as in your parent, whole life. Just feel a like friend, you're thriving as a child. And what people tend to not realize, and, and, and we had to see this for ourselves too, is that when you are uh, making them seen amount of money, and it's not to say that don't, you know what I'm saying? You, you do that. Do, do that. Um, but when you're making them seen amount of money, is that there always has to be something that falls by the wayside. Mm-hmm. It's just like the law of polarity. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yin and yang, you know, mm-hmm. day and night, all these different things. So if you're, if you're doing well in, in, in one area, there's some area that's suffering. Yeah. And it's on you to one, be aware of where is that area that I can be better at because understanding that, okay, yeah, if I'm, if we're doing well in this business financially, but we're, but we're not speaking much at night. We're yeah. not growing. Well, we have nothing, not that nothing we to talk speaking, about. We had nothing to talk about. You know what I'm saying? Like that's when it got for me. Cause you got to think we've talked about this so many times as women wanting to have conversation. Mm. So being a woman who likes to talk, who likes to have conversation yes, and do. intimate, mo- I, I, I did not ask for a amen. <laughs> okay. But being a woman that likes to talk, being a woman that likes intimate conversations, and that's something I long for, to be in a place where we were no longer doing that, but I no longer even had anything to say. Yeah. That is so, where I was like, okay. It's a, tough, it's a tough place to be at, I think. This is where I draw the line. You know, and and I think because we was reading this article article together about you yeah. know about this particular topic, and one of the things that they said to pre- ways to prevent stuff like that happening inside your marriage or inside your your relationship is seeking outside counsel. Mm-hmm. And I think we do that a lot. I think that's honestly where we did start to see differences mm-hmm. uh, in opinions and in our marriage and seeing where exactly we were and asking other people that were married that was in either the same business model that we were in or operating kind of in the same space that we were like, how do y'all do this? You know what I'm saying? Listening to podcasts like this, things like this gives you that outlet to now have the discussions. Yeah. Have, have the the time to personally develop together. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the most important thing. Yeah. And, And that's one of the, we learned that too one of the very first lessons outside of um, play to each other's strengths was don't ever grow personally without your partner. That is the biggest detriment to anything Mm. that you expect to do in your, you expect to thrive in your business and in your relationship. You're going to start to see that decline. The minute one of you starts to grow personally and the other doesn't. Yeah. Because right. that's when the other person who's not starts to resent you. Cause you coming home and you, you all positive and you so excited. You've been to Tony Robbins, Bob Proctor, <laughs> you've been to all these things, all, the things. And all these things and all these. And, and, and I'm over here just in my same old, same old. Mm-hmm. And I'm not growing. And because I'm not growing, I think that's where resentment begins because I'm not changing and you are. Yeah. So that's when you be like, yo, you change. And it's like, yeah, I know. Yeah. That's what I'm trying to do. Yeah. The conversations 
start to drift start because to drift. We, we're nowhere near each other. Exactly. You don't have anything to really talk about now because the, the level playing field is completely changed. And I understood that because even when we started to transition in business um, and, and you decided not to do, uh, you decided no longer to be in that business model, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm now doing it by myself. But one thing I said that we could never do is not go to these events together. Correct. Because I refuse to be in that place where I'm being given something or imparted something's being imparted into me. And I mean, even when I couldn't travel when I was pregnant and you could, I got to watch online because I can't have you trying to feed me. Of course, the environment's probably different being inside versus being on virtual, but I can't have you trying to feed me what you got. Yeah. Because I already knew what that was. You know what I mean? I think that's why a lot of people were nervous about my ability to do something by myself in this same industry because Oh, if her husband ain't doing it, I don't see her being here long term. Right. And it's like, I mean, that's crazy. And that's not why things changed. <laughs> but I could see that. I, we can, yeah, we I can, can honestly see and understand. I can why. understand exactly why you thought that. Yeah. Because, yeah. yo, when you start growing mm-hmm. without that person, that is the big, I hope y'all heard us on that. That is like one of the, if you want to know why your relationship is kind of weird. If you're building something and the other person is not, or if they're working full time and and the other person is not, like I see this even with my parents. My parents both have full time jobs, right? Mm-hmm. They both work for the government. They have two totally separate professions. They do marriage counseling together. But um, my mom is now um, under John Maxwell's coaching program. Okay, but it's like I got to get my spouse in here too, though. Yeah, you know oh, what I'm so saying? Like she, I can't, I can't, him in there, yeah. I can't do this like because they understand that too. They do understand, and, and you know they've been doing leadership for a long time, right? You know what I'm but saying? You so have they understand to be that space. growing together, exactly. So we, I mean, one of the reasons why we started our podcast is what you said. Like we want people to be able to grow together. Yeah, and I think what's good about your parents is they have something that they do together that requires them to grow mm-hmm. in the marriage counseling. You know what I'm saying? Like you have to continuously be learning something, definitely, uh, which is important. But um, what else did they say? They said that, so basically, it talked about trust and respect, too. Mm-hmm. How having trust in your partner uh, is just as important when trying to build a successful business because I got to be able to trust that you're going you're gonna to do what you said you're going to do. Mm-hmm. And I can't, I can't look over your shoulder and all these different things. Micromanage me. And micromanage and and not trust that you're going to accomplish what you said you're going to accomplish. Because I, for me, I'm thinking, okay, your partner has a specific skill set and they have a process right. that is completely different from yours. Mm-hmm. And because it's different, sometimes in, 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 in uh, relationships, that person can now feel like, man, why ain't they doing this and the third? Like, mm-hmm. like. But that's because that's how you would do it. Exactly. That's not how that person does it. You know what I'm saying? That's not how their process is. So trusting that their process is their process mm-hmm. and they're going to get the job done yeah. and do it just as good as you would want it to be, mm-hmm. but not having to come in, come into the centerfold of it and, and, and mess up their process, honestly. And I think it's also being mindful of like, like you're really, really good at, um, we're both good at organization, but I think, when it comes to the details of it, because that's your personality. Mm-hmm. Personality, y'all. All right, here's the real <laughs> free game. Take personality tests on a multitude of different things, like especially the ones that detail how you work, um, how you are when you work, but also like you know, of course, people want to talk love languages, all that stuff like that. You need to understand this person's real live personality 
outside of just how they want to be loved and all the stuff like that. Because I think once we understood personality types and like, um, you know, the winter, summer, yeah, the, the winter uh, personality. spring and, yeah. and fall, my husband is a fall. That means he's very, very detail oriented. He wants all the information. He wants all the details. I am a winter. I'm a on go kind of person. Once we understood that it eliminated a lot of conflict that That's we had true. because I'm not trying to figure out why does he want, like, I don't understand. I already told you we're going to get rich. <laughs> I've already said it. Listen, I've these, already said it. These are real. These are real arguments, bro. <laughs> I already said it. We're going to get rich. We're going to get rich. Just do it. Yeah. Just do it. I, I I understand that you have questions. Trust me. <laughs> that does not fly for Malcolm Garrison. Malcolm needs to know yeah. how, who, what, when, how long, What's how many social? times. How, show me their proof. I'm like, good <laughs> Lord. Like, I like, want their fingerprints. I want everything. That, that's Malcolm. I don't you know trust what I'm these saying? niggas, man. And so, but what happened was I needed to understand that that's what he needs. So I'm not coming to him with no business proposal or no opportunity without bringing the facts first. You know how I eliminate the, the, the frustration mm -hmm. is knowing what you need to bring you that. Why would I bring you a, a blanket statement now and be like, Hey babe, found this opportunity. Uh, so-and-so said that it's, uh, it's going to cost us $7,000 to opt in. It's, it, you know, after like three months, it should just like hit us about, we should be making about five to $10,000 a month. Hell no. I ain't with none of that. I want to know who the person is. So now I'm like, where they come from? What's their licenses? You know what I'm saying? Because there's too many scams out here. Y'all, y'all understand that there's way too many scams out here. Way too many. And I get that. Got so it's like, if somebody has now come to me, my first response is perfect. Let's get on a call where you can tell my husband all the details. One, I don't, my mind don't even work well to be listening long enough to tell him the right. details that he's going to need because I don't need that. Right. Because I don't need that, I'm going to tune out after you told me what we're doing, how we're doing it, and how much money I'm going to make from it. Yeah. I heard nothing else. With the full personality, you know, people could be saying something, they think they're going they gonna to get a rise or excitement out of this person. It's like, no, we just even kill. It sounds good, but I ain't never going to let my emotions get too high or too low. Got to stay even kill because you you make the best decisions when you're even kill. And my response is say less, <laughs> say less, say less. And so, but, but it's like for him, it's like he already knows what details he needs to give me. He don't need to give me the rundown. I literally don't care. Yeah. And at first that used to be, that's where we were butting hands. Like, what do you mean Literally. you don't care? Like, you don't want the... And I'm like, bro, whatever you say, Nick, how much money we're going to make? Yeah. What is the profitability of the opportunity? Yeah. And what kind of work do we need to put in to get there? Yeah. I like, I'm cool on working and I'm cool with making the money. Tell me, tell me that. And <laughs> when you understand those dynamics, like one of my closest friends, Kiana, she is a spring. She don't really care about the money and she don't really fully care about the details. She wants to know how, what we're going to do is going to help people. Yeah. 100%. One of my other guys it is a summer. He don't care uh, about the details. He don't care about the money. He don't care about how we going to help people. He cares about, well, is it going to be fun? Yeah. So I'm not going to bore you with the details 
because you really, I'm about to tell you, like, it's about to be lit. We're about to be traveling. We're going to Vegas. We got to do this. It's about to be fire. We got this boat party. You know, like you got to, when you start to understand that, especially within your partnership, I'm telling you that not only changed us in our business, but it changed our marriage because it did. It really did. Every decision is now like that. Like I, I consider what I know I need to bring to him from the get go. So we don't even have to go back and forth. Yeah. And you know, and you know, in what capacity you need to step step back or be or take leadership in. You know yeah. what I'm saying? By knowing each other's personality type. No, that's real. That's a gym. That's a gym. That is a, take them personality tests. Uh we took the other one that was like sixteen, talked about like how you think, how you are under stress, how you yeah. are in a work environment. Because even now understanding how we work well and best together yes. is by understanding who we are at our core. What are you uh, uh, a logistician? Yeah, it said I was a logistician. Y'all can look that up. What that actually means? I'll drop the. It I'll sounds drop this crazy in the, though. In the, in the show, show notes, logistician sounds like a sloth. It, but it's the person that is going <laughs> to comb through every detail. It said specifically does mundane activities that other people in the family don't want to do, like the family taxes. It was yeah. literally tax season, and he was going through all the stuff at that time that we did it. And I was like, "This makes sense." Yeah, no, it made it made complete. It literally opened my eyes. Like, dang, this is why I'm doing stuff that most people definitely don't want to do. And you find pleasure in and it. And I find pleasure in it. If I feel like I'm being helpful, I feel like we're moving forward. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy. Definitely take that out. What's the name of that test? Um, it's like sixteen personality, is something yeah. like that. But anyway, and I was an entertainer, and it talked about me. I'm the person that's going to burst. It, I mean, so detailed, y'all. I'm the person that's going to burst into song, make them songs about anything. Shout anything. out to having Miss Rachel because now I don't even feel bad because she got songs about being happy, going right. to the party, in and out, <laughs> all kinds of stuff, right? Um, but that's my thing. I'm the person that wants to do things for people. I want to have people in my space. I want to serve people, which makes sense as to why I do the things that I do for people. Yeah. It's because my my gift is to serve. I want I want to give. It, like when y'all think about this, when y'all like when y'all really study this and study your your um, spouse's personality, you'll see that the career path that they choose literally aligns with their personality type. Literally, y'all got to take this one, and we got to hear from you um, when you do. I'm gonna put it in the show notes, but I definitely think that was one of the big a big thing that, like, if you do that, you start to understand that person beyond who you know and who they even know, because that's stuff that he couldn't tell me. Yeah, I, I couldn't put that into words at all. So, um, I think I think another one of our um one of our strengths when it comes to building a business, or building anything together, is that we know how to delegate each other's tasks. Definitely. And for me. I don't try to do things I can't do, which, you know, not, not to say that I don't want to get better at certain things. It's more so if I know my spouse is better at this particular task, why the hell would I waste my time and energy and our resources on trying to do that when they are already more equipped to do that? And I think um, couples do bump heads with that because you think you may be skilled in one area, but no, nah, you probably should give that over to your spouse. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And y'all will probably run a lot faster doing so mm-hmm. and vice versa. Uh, what do you think, though? I agree with that. I mean, even if you look at what we do for the podcast, like it's mundane for me to do research for a show, build show notes. I don't want to <laughs> do that. Malcolm is willing to do the research and write up what we're going to talk about, how we're going to format the show and all that kind of stuff like that. But for me, he's not sitting here trying to edit audio and... No. 
and and make social media clips. I love Jesus. that. I love creating the visual around what people are going to see, what people are going to uh, gravitate to, what is going to be the one that people are like, oh my gosh, that are going to be they're going to be arguing over. Like I love that. Yeah, you do. I love that. I love sitting and finding trending sounds. I love you know utilizing all these different platforms to see um, what's happening. That's what I love to do. You are all about yo. What is the context? of what we're talking about yeah. going to be. How are we message. adding value? What is the message? And so it's like, why would I, I get my little input. He'd be like, look at this. And I'm like, whatever you say, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Cause I know we know how to talk. I know we know our dynamic and stuff like that. So definitely playing to each other's strengths. But I want to talk about, um, as we wrap this up, like what are some of the things that you would say, like to maintain the marriage in the business? Um, because we started to implement some things that were non-negotiables. Um, that we had to start doing to make sure that we were maintaining our relationship. Well, I know we we implemented date night. That was a non-negotiable. It was the time to to be with each other, mm-hmm. um, uninterrupted. With, uninterrupted. Literally, people you and you had to voice this to people. Like, mm-hmm. look, around this time on this day, don't call me. Mm-hmm. And if you do, I'm not going to answer. And you be completely okay with that mm-hmm. and be unapologetic about it. I think. When we implemented that, we started to see ourselves outside of the, our partnership yeah. in business. We started to see our, you know, what we actually like to do and communicate and how we communicate mm-hmm. uh, on a real level. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah. and start to reconnect. And even when we had a child, you know, he come on, he come on the dates with us now. And yeah, Kaden's on every date night. He's oh. on every date night until we Everybody can figure out a way. Like, where's Kaden? <laughs> uh, where else would he be? Exactly. In the article that we was reading about things to, I guess, more so consider um, because you, you want to be better at the marriage and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, one one thing they did say is uh, having different expectations, like shifting your expectations because mm-hmm. your your goals are going to shift. Yeah. Your, per- your personal goals are going to shift and your business goals are going to change. Mm-hmm. So understanding... Um, what is the expectation in this season for yeah. us, uh, for our marriage or for, you know, just for in general, like what do, what do we expect out of this? And then they also talked about, um, <laughs> unplugging, like we just said, yeah, unplugging, starting to realize everything you do together revolves around the business. So you have to find a way to escape. And I think that was our way of finding an escape mm-hmm. is like, okay, Friday night, that's our escape day. And I think, Anybody can implement that right now and they can, and they will see a drastic difference in their relationship. Mm-hmm. But um, what were you about to say? Nothing. Once you step, like not to step on each other's toes, but the way you do that is by uh, making decisions and dealing with the difficult things in your marriage or in the business, but not, but not dwelling on it. Mm. Like moving past it extremely right. fast. And I, I'm still working on it. What moving moving past things? I mean, it's just not my it's not my thing in anything. So it doesn't. Well, I'm I'm working on it. So let me not say it's not my thing, but it's not. I'm not a offense, a quick offense get overer. Explain that. Like I don't get over things quickly. Yeah, especially um, when you're offended. Especially when I'm offended. Especially when I'm upset. So you know, in that instance of what you just said, in regards to that, it's like, yeah, but uh, I'm gonna still be mad though. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like getting over it quickly, um, especially if it doesn't equate to your relationship. That's the thing is like, yeah. it's so easy to 
create this like like take two separate worlds here's my marriage world here's my business world and it's like they just slowly turn into the same thing so now i'm i'm upset at a decision my business partner made or a comment my business partner made or um an argument we had in regards to how we're going to allocate money into the business etc like that and now my husband is being punished for that yeah you know what i mean yeah and so that was one of the things that i had to learn how to separate is my husband from my business partner because my husband didn't do anything to me. Mm. My husband didn't have a, my husband don't even care about that. And I think, I think where the lines get the blurred the most is because most things are happening at home now. So it's like you're building your business in your house. You're having those conversations with your team in the crib. And, and so it's like, you know, where it used to be like, if you had a day job, mm -hmm. I could, when they say like, I could leave work at home when I walk into my house, yeah. you know, I can, you know, relax yeah. and have my pieces like, but, but that's my business that's place whole, too. Yeah. It's a whole different dynamic. Now. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, yeah, that's how I, I think that's a whole nother part because well i think that's where the importance of having a house comes in right <laughs> because i can say like we experienced most of these issues when we were in our one bedroom high rise yeah. you know what i mean we experienced the majority of these issues where it's like this is one a small space regardless very cramped so it's not only just a small space but it's like everything is taking place in this space versus when we were at the townhouse mm -hmm. right all the business took place downstairs yeah so like the business never really came up Stairs and never house. came up. You're right. You know what I'm saying? So when You're I come right. upstairs, like I might be cooking or, you know, now we were with our son and all that stuff. Like everything was like a lighter once she came put like the business was conducted downstairs. Yeah. You know, right. so I think it's also like if you're working from home, one of the things that you can start to implement and you're building um from your home space is like where's our designated workspace though? Mm. Like where outside, like if you want we want to have a meeting, I've always said my dream house has a um a boardroom in it. Mm. for reasons such as that like That's there dope. will be an office space to conduct work of course we'll have our, our incredible podcast studio but i want to have a boardroom so that if we need to have meetings i don't want to do that at my dining room table yeah no because that needs to be the the space of peace yeah it needs to be a space to eat you know what i'm saying a space Chill. to eat a space to, to have conversation a space to not do that so i need to have a boardroom in my dream house just because I want to make sure it need to be confined. It need to have doors. <laughs> it it, it got to be its own thing that not, what happens in here stays in here. And when we leave out of here, this is husband and wife. This is Malcolm and Brittany, not Mr. And Mrs. Garrison mm. in there. We Mr. And Mrs. Garrison out here. My beloved dear husband of mine. Yeah. I get it. No, I get it. I really do. I think there's so many things that, that couples can do um, right now to to build a, a, a one, a stronger foundation relationship-wise, mm -hmm. uh, but also give yourself an edge to be competitive in the marketplace, Yeah, um, especially if you're doing it together. And if you're doing it so-called alone, mm -hmm. uh, there, there, there's the ability to, uh, you know, get on the same page. And I think that is another thing that has helped us. We've always made it a priority to get on the same page even if we off off the page we find our ways back we find our way back uh on the same exact page mm -hmm. um and it's, it's it's not one way to do it you know what it's i'm saying that. and i will add to find things to do together outside of dating um but like what is something that we can do together that has nothing to do with anything like mm. we're going to a game tomorrow yeah that's something 
that's not date night because date night is still Friday. Tomorrow's Tuesday. But it's something to do that has nothing to do with anything. Me and my girl, big movie heads, big show heads. Like we will sit and just watch our show. Don't let us find like a good one that we binge watch. But it's like those are just moments where we can disconnect and sit and be content with just being together, trying new things, traveling, like just find something to do um, where you guys can can focus on just being yourselves, not being mm-hmm. business partners, find hobbies and things that you could do. Um, like for us, really the podcast, like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, yo, this is, this is a good time. Like we enjoy having these conversations. We love long car rides because it's we intimacy. can listen yeah. to our podcast and have conversations um, together, but we like taking long walks in our neighborhood. Definitely. That's another gym. For us, that's just our, our disconnect from everything. Like, okay, you having a, we don't have to be having a, have a rough day. It's just a nice day outside. You want to go for a walk? And we've had some of our greatest ideas out there. Where we can just check in, check in. Oof. That's another one. Check, check in. Yeah. Check in. Check in. Like, how are you? How am I doing for you? Hmm. And how can I hold, what can I hold you? It's t- tomorrow's the 28th. So we do need to have this conversation. For the month of March, like, what can I hold you accountable for this month? What do you want to accomplish? Mm-hmm. I think that's a different way to start having those conversations. I think, honestly, one of the best things that kind of happened for us is that we aren't only doing one business together. Yeah. Is that there's yeah. so many. There's ones that we're connected to collectively. There are your businesses that I do things for mm-hmm. my businesses that you do things for, but we're not necessarily partners in that business. Right. It's like, you're kind of like my employee and I'm yours mm-hmm. in those spaces. We have the businesses that we run together um, and stuff like that. So I think one of the biggest things we needed was also our own things too. That is so true, man. I need, is that a whole podcast in itself though? What? Finding your own thing. Yeah. That's Find, a good no, one. Finding your own thing. That was a, a real thing. I think that was a, a, a priority this past year yeah for us is finding our own thing what are we going to uh do individually and be yes. known for or just what we want to be expertise in yes you know because it gives you something important. else to talk about like how can i support you in your goals for the month of march yeah so we don't have a, a comment section because this whole pod was actually like it was kind of the comment section yeah 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 people have access to uh, quite a few times quite a few Every almost season, for sure. Uh, you have a life lesson? This whole episode was the episode, the comment section, and uh, the life lesson. Life. But I'll say if I had to had to end it with something, I would just say, you know, love on your person. Trust that um, you guys can do it together, both the business and the relationship. You can be successful at both, but they do require equal if not more amounts of work on both ends at times um, yeah. in order for you to get the things that you really want out of it yeah i think yeah and individual work is what's going to catapult you all together mm-hmm. um learning and being more aware of yourself yeah um makes a better a better um you know couple yeah because now you now you know now i know my strengths mm-hmm. now you know your strengths and now we know how to make our strengths work together. Work together. And, and give ourselves, like I said, all, all podcasts in the edge. That's all you want. Yes. And God at the center, always, because with yeah, him, you definitely. can do all things. All right, well, this is go. Well, this has been another episode of the So Let's Talk About It podcast. I am your co-host, Brittany Garrison. And I'm Malcolm Garrison. And you can follow me at Brittany Danell. 
Follow me at Malcolm underscore two underscore scares. And don't forget to follow the podcast at Solus Talk About It Pod on all platforms. And if you're uh, listening on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to rate and review. Listen, like, share, tell a friend. Um, We're so excited about just the things that um, this podcast is going to do and bring and be to the world. Um, you know, it's already making such an impact. And so make sure you share this with a friend. Y'all know y'all love it. So make sure you get somebody else to love it because we want to just continue to spread love, um, knowledge and, and value to the world. So shout out to number one self-discovery podcast for millennials. We already do. We'll see y'all soon. Peace.